Well, hey there, welcome to day 39 of our 40 day get up and go challenge. Now, I think I've already warned you that we're gonna go a day or so over because I wanted to go through the SOAP model. SOAP is our framework, our foundation for how do we handle change? How do we handle challenges? So we can install that in our subconscious so that we're automatically guaranteeing that we're gonna have the best results possible for us with each and every robot, each obstacle, each challenge, anything that pops up in our life we are setting ourselves up for success, setting ourselves up for better results than if we didn't have a process. Now, we all have a process. We all have a way of handling challenges and changes and things that come up in our life, right? Things like COVID-19, for example. We've all dealt with it. We're here, we're alive, we're you know, well and surviving for the most part through a massive challenge that has affected the entire world. Not just a few of us, like. Usually when we're facing a challenge or a struggle, it's, it feels like we're all alone because in a lot of instances, we're isolated and we're separated from other people that are going through a similar challenge. Now, with this day and age of amazing technology and connectivity throughout the world, it's very easy, believe it or not, most of us don't go on that journey and look for it, but it's very easy to find people that are going through the same challenges that you are. I wish that the internet had been around when I first got sick in my 20s. That was, you know, a long time ago. <laughs> like, almost, over 30 years ago, let's say. When I got sick the first time in my 20s, and I've been, I've been sick as a kid, but when I got really sick and bedridden in my 20s, if the internet had been around, I could have been more proactive in my healthcare and in my, what was going on with me, instead of depending on doctors and people outside of me to, um, give me the information I needed to move forward in my life. Uh, and I think that my recovery would have been a lot sooner. I would have not gone through a whole lot of the things I, I went through if the internet had been around. The internet nowadays allows us to understand because I, I felt totally alone. Like I was the only person in my 20s that was bedridden. Uh, and you know there weren't very many of us, but there were enough of us that had I been able to connect with other people, we could have helped one another to get better faster or to you know go one way or the other faster I guess so from that standpoint we feel like we're all alone but we really really aren't and it's just a matter of reaching out and pushing a button and finding other people that are going through a similar situation as us with COVID-19 billions of people were going through the same outside event at the same time and so that to me one of the best things about COVID-19 and, and people are like what do you mean there's a good thing about COVID-19 is that we had a, a global experience we didn't each have an individual experience although each of our experience with it was unique and special to us everybody was going through the same challenge and the same challenge and not everybody but lots of people at the same time and to me that makes it feel less lonely even though we're alone and we're isolated in our homes for a lot of the time. It just, to me, it felt better than going through things by myself. I, I have a personal challenge that I'm going through that I haven't reached out, and I'm kind of kicking myself now that I'm talking about it, that I haven't reached out to other people that are in the same situation because I know that I could learn from them and I could they could help me. And my, my fear of not reaching out is that people will be looking at the negative side of this challenge and, and focusing on that and I, that's the exact opposite of what I need and want in my life. I need to focus on what is the upside of this challenge and how can I make it work in my favor versus 
complaining. And and I'll give a couple. I'll give an example of that. I'm not going to share my personal challenge right now because it's not pertinent to this. But uh, down the road, I probably will. I'm just not ready yet, right? Sometimes we're not ready to share things that we're that we're still working through. I, I want to say struggling with, but I'm not struggling with it. I'm just still looking for solutions and working my way through how my life will unfold in a certain area and aspect of it. But when I was younger, I had lots of health challenges and chronic pain, which caused me to be bedridden in my 20s. But I did, well, there were groups, but nowadays when I go and, and do work with, with people with chronic pain, the vast majority of the energy around chronic pain, and let's be honest, pain sucks. Um, there's no doubt about it. But around chronic pain is very, very negative, very, very victim mentality, very focused on what's wrong and what isn't working and everything in my being screams the only way to get out of chronic pain is by focusing on the bits that are working not what's not working focusing on what you want not on what you don't want focusing on what is possible not what you can no longer do and I've lots of experience with that personally with my very close family as well as a lot of people that, that have experienced trauma and chronic pain and injuries, not, not, not injuries so much as long-term systemic health-related chronic pain. Migraines, for example, would be an example of that. Fibromyalgia, anything that tends to last for a really, really long time and have, there's, there's no real root cause. Like I have inflammation, I've had inflammation and I've, when I was younger, when I was a little kid, I was prone to infections of all different kinds. I'd cut a finger or a toe or, or something and it would get infected. I would, um, I'd get a sore throat and I'd have tonsillitis. I had tonsillitis, I don't even know how many times. I was one of those kids that absolutely loved amoxicillin. I, I actually liked the flavor of amoxicillin, which is really weird, right? It's kind of a weird thing. So, today, we are talking about the O in our soap bottle. All of that just to talk about why we have a framework for things to make challenges easier for us. Soap, the soap bottle, we talked about S yesterday. Hopefully you look at the one area or aspect of your life that you're working on. I am working on contribution, which is why we're extending the challenge a couple of days so that I can get through the entire soap framework one more time and we've gone through, I have personally gone through all seven areas of our life, all seven categories, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationships and contribution and this week this time through the soap model I am working on contribution talked about briefly about contribution yesterday but yesterday our challenge was to look at the S which is the story we're telling ourselves about I, this is really a big one I mean our soul and our spirit is, a, is our big person who we are uh, as a being a human being not just as a, a, a you know skin suit or whatever they call it in the sci-fi movies a physical being but it's the essence of all of us contribution is what is the all of us not just our physical being our physical being too who we are and who we how we show up in the world but our, our big being too how are we each and every one of us individually how are you how am I going to contribute to the world now we can choose to make the world a better place we can choose to contribute to the world in a negative way we can choose to just swim through life or squeak our way through life not making very many ripples and not making much of an impact at all. So today, that's a little bit about what I want to talk about. In addition to the O for soap, what's the impact that you want to make? 
what is the impact that you're making? And this is kind of more of an S day. What is the impact that you are making right now? What is the impact you've made in the past? What are you making right now? What do you want to make? It's kind of a where you are and where do you want to be? But today we're going to add the O to it. What are the options? What are all of the infinite possibilities? These are really our infinite possibilities of how we can get from where we are to where we want to be in any given situation. I used to be a black and white thinker where I thought it was A or B. I had to make a choice between A or B. I would go to art school or I'd go to college. I would get a job or I would start a business. Now, these are bad examples for me personally because I, I very early on just said, uh, no, I'm gonna do both. And so I, I'm, a lot of people are A, B, one or the other, but there is no other possibility. For me, the answer was always both. When it came to having a career or starting a family, I never even questioned whether both were possible. I knew that I would find a way to make it work. So many women, so many men even commiserate over, should I have a family or a career? Guess what? It isn't an either or. You can do both. It's just a matter of setting your priorities and deciding what feels right for you. So I guess early on when I was younger, black and white, right or wrong, good, bad, evil, good or evil, you know, everything was very clearly delineated. And then I got a little older and I started questioning and I'm like, well, why the heck can't I have both? How is it that, and I'm, it's really interesting, I'm going through this with my granddaughter right now. She's five, she's gonna be starting school soon. She's doing a two week kindergarten readiness this, in the end of this month, which is exciting because, you know, preschool and, and uh, 4K was pretty much canceled from March on. Uh, and <clears throat> they need to get ready. I don't even, and, and I think it's partly they want to do a practice run. How the heck are they going to do school for these little kindergartners and how are they going to make that work? Uh, so I've been having this conversation with her about winning because she's very competitive. I know where she gets that. She gets that from her papa and her grandpa. And I, I guess I was pretty competitive. In some things, I'm super competitive. In other things, I am not competitive at all. If it's me competing against me to be a better version of me, I am super competitive. If it's me competing against you, have at it, do your thing. I'm not gonna play. I, it's one of those, uh, I choose not to participate because I know that we're each different and we can compete in our own way. And it's really not competition because if we're just all doing the best that we can, we are making a positive impact on the world. And that's, to me, what it's all about. But she's in this, she has to win at all costs, and even if it means changing the rules. So we have a, a discussion almost daily about winning, and for some reason, yesterday she was playing with Barbies, and she was having a beauty contest, and there were six contestants. Her best, the one was the judge, and there were six contestants, and the one judge was best friends with two of the girls, who of course were winning every time. And then she, uh, we worked through winning, and she's like, okay, well there can be five winners, but one's got to lose. And so one had to be the loser. And so I'm trying to get her to understand that it doesn't have to be win or lose. It doesn't have to be, there's only one blue, and maybe there is only one blue ribbon in a contest, but why have we set the game up to make everybody feel like a failure except the one person that wins? And do we have to continue to set life up that way? Now, I am not a proponent of believing everybody gets a ribbon whether they do anything or not. That's, that's so ridiculous to me. Um, it's kind of like my take on political correctness. Really, people, life is not fair. It, it, it will never be fair. How you make life fair is what you do with it. 
Um, and that's up to each and every one of us as an individual. If we're playing a victim, life will never be fair. If we're playing a victor, life will always be fair because we will make sure that we do whatever it is that we have to do to make our life work out the way we want it to. Um, so options, what are all the options? What are all the possibilities? Our, our action item today for the Owen Soap is always what are all the possible things that you could do to get from point A to point B? Point A is your story of where you are right now in the area of your life. Point B or Z or whatever you want to call it is where you want to go ultimately in that area of your life. So for, for contribution, I think I rated myself about a seven. Uh, I, and I feel pretty solid in that. I have, I have given to a lot of different things financially with my time and energy with my expertise for decades, my entire life, because I started when I was young helping out and doing things. It's just sort of inherent in my nature and I don't talk about it I don't share it I don't tell people oh I'm so awesome because I did this or I did that or I donated this or I donated that frankly it's not anybody's business what I or you are doing to contribute and make the world a better place and if you're if you're spouting off about it it's because you want to make yourself feel better or self-promote it's not because you're doing it from an altruistic standpoint uh, I, I a lot of examples of this. I was in a network marketing company and it was online. It was just about five years ago. Um, and they had a lot of online presence or do a lot of a lot of things. And there were certain leaders in that organization. Every time they did something good or nice for somebody, they made a post about it. Oh, I gave my mom a car, I bought my mom a house, I donated this money to charity. And they would get hundreds and hundreds of responses. Now, maybe they were doing it to be inspirational and to encourage other people to give, but a lot of it was they were just saying, aren't I wonderful, I'm so amazing, I did this. And they would get all these accolades and all these kudos, and so it just felt icky to me. Now I know icky is a technical term, but it just didn't feel right to me, it felt off. <laughs> if you're doing something awesome, just do it and be quiet about it. You don't need to tell anyone. It feels better actually if you kind of keep it a secret and you just do something nice and then just let it go right you do it if you're doing it for the right reasons if you're doing it to not um, and and every one of us we give value we share things we contribute we 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 impact the world in a positive way because it feels good there's nothing wrong with it feeling good you just don't have to tell the whole world about it and and you can tell the whole world about it but there are some of us that will see right through that and then we're like, really, are you doing it because it's the right thing to do or are you doing it so you can brag about it? Are you doing it so that you can impress other people with how awesome you are? And the only reason you're having to impress other people with how awesome you are is because you have self-doubt about your awesomeness in the first place. And, and that's, I guess that's my take on that. So we want to make a positive impact on the world again just like contribution you can make a negative impact or you can make a positive impact you can be an example or you can be a warning be a, be an example of what you want to see in the world lead the way by example we do that with our kids we do that with our organizations we do that with everything people will do what you do not what you say okay we've seen that with some, we see this with our kids we see that with people all of the time and sometimes They'll do just the opposite of what you do, just to be teenagers, right? So today, our challenge, contribution, is the area I'm working on. Whatever area you're working on, brainstorm at least 10 
different ways you can get from where you are right now, moving you toward what you want to get to ultimately. Now, are you gonna go from a three to a 10 by making a 10 item list? I don't know, maybe if you do all 10 things on it, but you'll actually be moving toward that. If you, if you are at a three and you're just sitting there and you don't even look at options or consider options, you're, never, you're not gonna get there. The chances of you getting to where you wanna be are slim to none. So many people sit around wishing and hoping and, and praying for a miracle in some area or aspect of your life. Despite, you are your own miracle. You are the only one that can positively impact and change your life, literally. People can give you a million dollars and it wouldn't change your life if you don't first change you because you just, you'd, you'd blow it, you'd squander it, you'd get rid of it as fast as you got it because you wouldn't feel like it was yours that you earned it or that you deserved it. And when you feel like it's not for you, you didn't earn it, you didn't deserve it, you will do everything you possibly can to push it away and get rid of it because it doesn't feel like it's yours. You don't feel like you're good enough for it and so you'll push it away. So today, options, at least 10. If you can't come up with 10, then you need to rethink whether it's really what you want, whether it's really an area of your life you want to improve in. I think I mentioned that I've got a running notebook. Where is my notebook? It is usually close to me, but I think it's over, um, I think it's in my bedroom. I usually keep it by my bed. So whenever I think of something, I can run in there by my nightside table and I can write it down in any area of my life. Now this is the seventh one contribution. So now I'm working on my list and we'll work on my list today for what are, what are some things I can do to get from where I am to where I wanna go. You know, I, I've got a list of all the things I'm already doing, and then what, what else could I do? What else is possible? What else could I do to make a positive impact on the people that I am here in the world to impact? That's our question for today. With respect to contribution, yours might be, what, am, what are all my possible options to get my blood pressure down? What are all my possible options to put on 10 pounds? What are all my possible options to lose 10 pounds? What are all my possible options to increase my mental focus? What are all my options to emotionally get rid of some of the negative emotions that I'm feeling on a regular basis? Whatever it is for you. How do I get from where I am now to where I wanna be? Options, at least 10. In the comments below, share. Uh, what should we share today? I, I don't wanna hear everybody's possible things because that's, that's, just put 10. Put the number 10 in the comments below when you have got your 10 done. So if it takes you to midnight tonight, if it takes you till tomorrow, whenever it takes you, comment below 10. And that will mean that you've got at least 10 things that you have brainstormed that you can do. Remember brainstorming, we don't judge, we just throw out the ideas. I think I shared my spiritual one last time and it was like some really far-fetched things, right? One was go to Nepal, I think, and study with, with some monks. Know, am I gonna do that? No, but guess what? By putting that down, it gives me other ideas of things that I may do, but it also gets me thinking and outside the box and more creative on that there are so many possibilities to move us in the direction of what we want. All right, have an amazing day. I will, of course, be with you tomorrow for day 40 of our 40-day Get Up and Go Challenge, and we will be talking about the A in the SOAP model. All right, if you have any questions, hit me up in the comments below. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow. Go start that list.